0: We have a signal now for when I'm needed, but when that light hits the sky, it's not just a call, it's a warning to them. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Gotham Chronicles Beyond the Bat-Signal. I am your host, Dominic Unica. Join me as we dive into the depths of Batman's lore, dissecting the rogues' gallery and going deep into the Batcave and higher beyond the Bat-Signal, uncovering the stories and mysteries of our iconic vigilante known as the Dark Knight. Now, as many of you can obviously tell, this is the very first podcast, the premiere podcast, if you will. And what better than to dive deep into the Batman lore and discover who actually created Batman. We all see Bob Kane's name everywhere. Uh, That is up until 2015. And there is a name now right beside Bob Kane. And that man is Mr. Bill finger now this episode specifically i wanted to focus on how did batman come to be like how did it all originate right it's almost like we're gonna travel back in time we're actually gonna go all the way back to 1938 um where superman first i guess you want to call him dc character hit bookshelves and he was a huge success Now, at the time, DC was not DC Comics, it was actually National Publications, and they wanted to replicate this success. So, this is where they actually, and they I mean National Publications, aka DC, went to Bob Kane and was like, can you do this? Can you replicate and create a new superhero character? And Bob Kane was like, absolutely. And he also caught wind that the creators of Superman, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, Seus- excuse me, were actually making $800 a week. Now, if you do the conversion into today's type of money, $800 a week is equivalent to roughly $15,000 a week, which is an insane amount of money. And that was in 1938. Um, so anyway, Bob Kane actually met a friend and his name was Bill Finger at a party. And he was like, wow, like, you know what? I'm going to actually call this friend up and let's I'm going to draw something and let him see what he thinks. So what Bob Kane actually did was he drew a character that had blonde hair, a domino mask that kind of resembled Dick Grayson Robin or you can any Robin really so that was the domino mask and he had red tights and there was no gauntlet not necessarily a cape he just had like bat wings and I'm not sure if I mentioned but he had blonde hair so Bob Kane gets this image and brings it to Bill Finger and says what do you think and if you quickly google Bob Kane's first image of Batman you'll see and how it completely was revamped by Bill Finger where Bill Finger actually added the cowl with the pointy ears that resembled a bat and rather than having just bat wings it was a bat cape not only that also the tights turned out to be from went from red to gray and he added a bat symbol which we now know and love so and he also added many others like something like even like it was like i think uh the gauntlets for the gloves to make it a little bit more meaner right like a like a bat is a creature of the night well you know what he tried to make resemble batman as a creature of the night and bill finger provided the edits back to bob kane bob kane was like "Hmm, i like it so he went back into DC Comics and was like on a Monday morning according to him dropped it off and DC loved what they saw and they said you know what we got a deal between DC Comics and Bob Kane I also want to add that Kane's version didn't even include a secret identity it didn't include a Batmobile didn't include a commissioner Gordon or any colorful villains like joker penguin scarecrow catwoman or his famous sidekicks like robin or alfred okay that was actually all developed by bill finger and when you think about the joker everyone i mean there's a big dispute between who invented him or created him but jerry robinson was actually one of the key contributors to who created the joker and, you know, if you ever go and revisit, there's an interview between Stanley and Bob Kane. And Stanley's, actually, no, it was actually Bob Kane who even brought up Jerry Robinson's name. And he, you can tell that these two were butting heads. Uh, and and Stanley was just like, okay, like, let's try to re divert the conversation here. But you can tell that there was a who created who, right? It Was it Bill Finger, or sorry, Bob Kane? Or was it Jerry Robinson? But anyway, circling back to who Bill Finger was. DC accepted the deal. And then it was Bob Kane who said, like, listen, DC accepted the deal. How about you write these stories for me and I'll pay you for all the work you do. It was a no-brainer. Bill's like, yeah, you know what? I want some income. I need to make some money. Let's do it. We just created something. However, it will only be Bob's Kane's name that would appear on every single Batman comic book. Now, if I was the one who recreated something and it was to my image, to my liking, and you just see someone else's name on it without receiving any credit, I don't know about you, I'd be infuriated. I wouldn't like it too much, right? And, and not even a mention. And we're going to get into how Bob Kane continuously denied Bill Finger had a role until just after his death. Then he started to give uh, some credit, even in his own autobiography. He just kind of shed some light to give credit to Bill Finger. That said, you know, it was Bob Kane who was now going forward making so much money just on the creation okay he even reworked the contract so he was a sole creator whereas Bill Finger continued to live his life right up until I believe it was 1974 where sadly Bill Finger passed away nearly penniless and alone in an apartment and Bob Kane was living this lavish lifestyle uh, living in limousines and making all this kind of coin without giving a single dime to Bill Finger. The feeling I would have of not receiving any residuals for being part of helping to create Batman, it would almost depress me. And, you know, I think a lot of us, I know I'm guilty of it, where you always think of, you know, should I have done this or should I have done that? And then you kind of look back and you're like, you know, I would have done this differently. Because a lot of us do reflect. We A lot of, a lot of us think, think it over. And I would love to be in the mind of Bill Finger and what he thought. And I know that there is a lot of research and he spoke to a few people. I know one of them being Jim Starenko um and jerry robinson where you know he's mentioned and even actually there's even a story in mark tyler nobleman who is the one who um he created this documentary which i will get into and i should get into it right now why don't we and it was michael uselin who met the creator of batman and it was someone that just said you know Young, young man, like, would you like to meet the creator of Batman? And he pointed, it wasn't to Bob Kane. It was to actually Bill Finger. Um, And it was quite the story, right? And, you know, like, I just think that without having any residual, and this is where I'm going to get into the documentary of, it's called actually Batman and Bill. Not Batman and me, Batman and Bill. And this was... A research project done by mark tyler nobleman and he was actually the one who conducted a ridiculous amount of research to shed light onto this case that people would mention who's his bill finger who's his bill finger but nothing was ever discussed right and whenever the name was brought up bob kane was actually the one who just uh, shut it down. Now, uh, before I get into this film, I wanted to visit something that Jerry Bales wrote in an article through, it was a magazine called, I believe, Batmania. So this was an era before what we know as the internet. And uh, one of the best places to learn about anything was magazines, right? So like for this Batmania, we wanted to learn about uh, the talent behind these batman comic books well you go to batmania now there was an article called a finger in every plot which exposed of how bill finger was the unsung hero as he was part of batman's creation and he was essentially the creator of batman bob kane responded by denying that article and that claim and saying and i quote i bob kane and the sole creator of batman Okay, Kane continues in this article, saying, Bill Finger is taking credit much more than he deserves, and I refute much of his statements here in print. The fact is that I conceived the Batman figure and costume entirely by myself, even before I called Bill in to help me write the Batman. I created the title, the masthead, the format, and the concept, as well as the Batman figure and costume. Robin, the boy wonder, was also my idea, not Bill's. The only proof I need to back my statement is that if Bill co-authored and conceived the idea either with me or before me, then he would most certainly have been a byline on the strip along with my name. The same as Siegel and Schuster. And he's referring to the Superman creators. As creators of Superman, however, it remains obvious that my name appears on the strip alone, proving that I created the idea first, and then Bill uh, called. Then called Bill in later, after my published oh, my publisher okayed the original decision. That was a quote from Bob Kane, who well, it was a lot of I I I, and just like everyone, look at me, I'm the star of the show. Um, I don't know if you, any of you have watched Ted Lasso. I'm specifically hide, highlighting season one, one character named Jamie Tart. And I just remember where he scores a goal and everyone's happy for him, and then all of a sudden, he goes to the crowd and starts pointing to his last name, which is Tart. So rather than playing for the front of the jersey, he's playing for the back, which is his last name, playing for himself, right? And he just is like, "Me, me, me." And rather than being a team player right? Like no one that is successful can truly say that they did this all by themselves. I honestly and truly believe that we have assistance throughout our life. And especially when we're going through, um, you know, whether it's a job, there's always someone to somewhat mentor us or help us along the way, uh, to kind of acknowledge and think, right? And according to Bob Kane, this man says he completely did this all by himself, and you know he, his tone changes throughout the years, which we'll get to. Um, now, Bucky had many issues with people and falling out with several artists and writers, including Jerry Robinson, who I mentioned before, created the Joker, um, and like, you know, Jerry Robinson will say, like, you know, like, I came up with the idea because I used to play cards all the time with my family. And then one of the things was the Joker, the Joker was in that deck of cards, and he had to create uh, an opposite to Batman. So who better than having someone like a Joker who is completely different and unique. However, Bob Kane, again, will refute that claim. This is how we're I feel like and maybe it's because in this generation where we are taught, you know, if you're using a resource, you know, you should cite them, highlight them in your work cited or your bibliography. As an educator, I encourage my students to be doing that, right? We can't take all the credit and we have to acknowledge where credit is due. And I think that's just in general, right? Like, Like we watch award shows and, you know, you always see that these huge artists whether it's musically or even you know actors with the oscars around the corner you're gonna watch and you're gonna say like listen like all these people are thanking who helped them along the way right uh it's their mom their father the director uh the studio uh, and then they might acknowledge someone that helped them in terms of just through an emotional moment right um yet Bob Kane makes zero acknowledgement whatsoever in that quote that I mentioned. And it was not until he released an autobiography, I think it was uh, during Batman '89, and it was called Batman and Me, where he said that, you know, uh, Bill Finger did not receive the credit that he deserved. So notice how his tone did change. And I think I had a quote somewhere hear of him mentioning that um but i did want to talk about batman and bill um, again this is a documentary that you can find on hulu in the states or if you're here in canada like i am you know there's obviously you got apple tv plus and prime video where you can find um you can rent it or purchase it and i highly recommend it's a fantastic documentary and if you're a batman fanatic or even just like batman i think it's pretty interesting documentary just to gain some knowledge as to what went on back then because it was not like it was uncommon for people to not receive credit like it was very common to have ghost writers and ghost artists and but when you are a creator very different very different um it was anyway i wanted mark tyler nobleman Uh, was the one who did a ton of research. And, you know, he he was looking at, okay, well, you know, Bill Finger died alone. And then all of a sudden he discovered that Bill Finger had a son. Um, So he tried to track him down and then found out, unfortunately, that he passed away. So there was no heir to who Bill Finger was and who could receive this type of credit. However, through more research... He actually found that there was an heir, and that Fred Finger did have someone, and it turned out to be a daughter, who was Athena Finger. Now, uh, Mark actually got Athena on board. Originally, she was like, you know, like, she didn't want to pursue this, because anytime it was brought up, especially in her childhood, that she would say, you know, it was my grandfather that actually created Batman. It was kind of dismissed. So she never really talked about it. It was a dark cloud for her and her family uh but it was mark who encouraged Athena to you know fight for your right get some recognition and you know see where it goes because mark can only talk so much and bring it to like he can make a case for it he has all the evidence but it's her that has to pursue this so with the evidence being brought forward and Athena coming forward She was highlighted by DC, and she was invited to a few things. She received a couple of checks, uh, was invited to the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises premiere, which, I mean, how cool would that be? You feel like a movie star just going there, and you feel like, wow, like we are already have our foot in the door. But the goal was never about money. It was never about fame, not for Mark, not for Athena. The goal was always to get Bill's name credited. And, you know, she did pursue somewhat of a legal battle, uh, but it was very much with, behind closed doors. So luckily, Athena had a a half-sister who was a in, uh, an attorney uh, to help out with this case and fight for being, Bill's name being credited. And in the end, it was both parties, WB and DC, that came together and came to an agreement with uh, Bill Finger's side. And to have Bill's name being credited. Now, this is where I think it was actually pretty cool. Unfortunately, Bill was not alive to see any of this come to fruition. But I'm sure he's looking above and smiling and beyond grateful. Bill Finger received his first formal credit as a creator of Batman in October of 2015. There was two comic books published that month. Batman and Robin Eternal, number three. And Batman Arkham Knight Genesis, number three. And it will say, Batman created by Bob Kane with Bill Finger. Not only that, there's a major motion picture. You might have heard of it. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. And that was the first movie to have Bill's Finger name appear on the big screen as co-creator. Okay, that was a long battle, more specifically, just to get that name recognized. And you open any comic book, you open or watch any film from De- or, Sorry, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and onward. You can watch the Batman release in 2022. You can really watch Justice League, whether it's Justice League, which, eh. But regardless, or Zack Snyder's Justice League, there's several movies that had Batman in it. You will see, created by Bob Kane with Bill Finger. Now, for me, I think justice was served, right? I mean, like, we all want to be recognized. We all want to be seen. We all want to be appreciated. And at least for... Bill's family justice was served, right? Something that they knew all along, as did Mark Nobleman. He created actually a book and a documentary, and they knew all along. And now we as fans get to truly know who the creators of Batman were. Is it wrong that we know the truth? Is it wrong that, you know, Bob Kane, his, what he said and lived was... and It was all a lie, right? That is completely wrong. Of course it is, right? And the fact that he had to live on that lie from whenever it was that it was conceived, 1939 and onward, he was a sole creator right up until his dying day in 1998. He said he was the sole creator and he lied and stuck to it until he lightened up. But still, he was the sole creator. If you Google his... is, is grave right and you want to look up and read what was written on his grave it will say and it's always me 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 i created it actually let me find it and i'll read it out loud so this is what on his grave it says robert kane aka bob kane and it has a nice big bat signal right at the top passed away on november 3rd 1988 98 sorry God bestowed a dream upon Bob Kane. Blessed with a divine inspiration and rich imagination, Bob created the legacy known as Batman. Introduced in May of 1939, a comic book, Batman grew from a tiny, I want to say, acorn into an American icon. A hand of God creation, Batman and his world personality, The eternal struggle of good versus evil, with God's laws prevailing in the end. Bob Kane, Bruce Wayne, Batman, they are one and the same. Bob infused his identity, character, and his own attributes. Goodness, kindness, compassion, sensitivity, generosity, intelligence, courage, purity, a spirit, and a love of all mankind. Batman is known as the Dark Knight. But through his deeds, he walks in the light of a higher power, as did his creator, Bob Kane. Now, it's well written, however, but we must acknowledge that it was not just Bob Kane. And to tell people and force it down, and constantly watch movies or be seen as creator of Bob Kane, we look at any vintage comics. You open, you pick out a comic from a comic-con or wherever uh before 2015 it's going to say Bo- creator bob kane with the special low right um i feel like for me you know and for mark i'm sure this man lost no sleep or lost a lot of sleep just trying to get the truth out there and The truth is out there i'm sure i'm happier for it i'm glad that you know we as batman fans who love batman if you're listening to this podcast you probably love batman or you probably like him right and you know to figure out that his identity batman's identity of who created was based on a lie that would upset you it's almost like out of a batman episode i don't know anyway Bill Finger, may you rest in peace as you, Bob Kane. And I thank you both for having the character of Batman live in our hearts and our daily lives. Um, I just wanted to quickly touch upon why I started this podcast. Where did I draw from? And I think it's important as we're acknowledging and kind of incorporating as to like, Who Bill Finger was and how he received credit I need to give credit where credit is due Because this is a passion of mine Like I love Batman Growing up um, It was something that I just enjoyed watching And it all started watching The Batman the Animated Series I was born in 1988 And then it was not until 92 that this cartoon Appeared before my eyes And right away I immediately gravitated To Batman and even the Ninja Turtles And then You know, it's kind of crazy thinking I was five years old and I remember watching Batman 89 and Batman Returns, which, you know, was kind of dismissed from toy companies and they wanted to go through a different direction. And I'm not sure if many of you remember, but I remember going to McDonald's. I remember getting it was the the Batman Returns toys. I remember getting even like the Catwoman in her purple Catwoman mobile which I thought was awesome. Um, and I remember those movies. I remember the cartoon. And it was such something that I just absolutely loved and grew up with. And then obviously we all got uh, B- Batman and Robin. Which no one enjoyed. But even as a kid, you know. I remember putting that moot film on. Fast forward. And there was one website that always stuck out to me. And this was... Probably in the early 2000s, uh, Batman on film, and you got to give credit where credit is due. And this guy is the OG, Bill Jet Ramey. Um, this is a website I love visiting. It's a podcast I enjoy listening to, and this is a guy who is in the know. And he doesn't spew any rumors. He he likes talking about Batman, lives and breathes it. And that was actually what inspired me to talk about 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 Batman too. Um, I thought something like his website and now even his podcast are inspirational. Uh, I highly recommend you visit his websites. There's always reviews on comics. There's podcasts, nonstop Batman content, especially if you're a big Batman fan. So for the next episode, it's most likely going to be released two weeks after this episode has been dropped. Um, Looking forward to it. Uh, and we started with the creator of Batman, and I think what a perfect tie-in and lead-in it would be to go straight into Batman's first appearance, which was Batman, or sorry, Detective Comics number 27, The Case of the Chemical Syndicate, so I'm excited to read this and begin our journey now what's this podcast going to be well we're going to do deep dives i'd love to do deep dives and do some history as to how batman was created how joker was created do deep dives in the comics find easter eggs movie news um and even just discuss like i'd love to like the penguin series is coming up i have no idea when Batman the Cake Crusader is going to get released, but I'd love to watch along and share my thoughts with you guys. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. If you want to find some information as to where you can find me on the social media platforms, I am on Twitter. Uh, or is it X? Don't know. Um, I still feel like they're going to go back to Twitter, but that's just a side conversation. Anyway. Uh, you can follow follow me on Twitter at Beyond Bat Signal, and for latest, I'm gonna po- possibly put, be posting posting latest pictures, reviews, thoughts, analysis. So follow along on that, or subscribe to this channel, and also rate and review the show. Uh, get your I'd love to hear your thoughts, and definitely please so stay vigilant. Keep your eyes peeled for that bad signal to hit the sky. And until next time, this is Beyond the Bad Signal, signing off.